Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doink and Doink Connection Podcast, where David and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This is episode number 65, where we're going to be going over the previous week in professional wrestling. Uh, this week, we're going to be going over NXT, AEW, Fred and SmackDown from last week, as well as last night's Monday Night Raw. Now, before we jump into our recaps, we're going to do a quick bit of news. Actually, just broke. Um, reports broke uh, about four or five hours ago. Um, NXT is going to be moving to Tuesday nights. Very so interesting. Appar- apparently, the wars are over. Because, I guess, yeah. <clears throat> um, is this a is this them desperate to get better ratings for NXT, or is there not as much competition on Tuesday nights for TV where they feel NXT is a better fit? Um. Well, you have to remember, coming into the baseball season, one of the big things is Wednesday Night Baseball and ESPN. You're going to lose yeah. some eyes to Wednesday Night Baseball. I know baseball is a boring sport. Um, I know it's not the same pastime it was years ago. And, I mean, we go over it, you know, on the other show all the time. But, yeah, you know, baseball isn't the national pastime. It's football now. But yeah. that doesn't mean that when you've got a Yankees-Red Sox game or a Dodgers-Giants game or a, um, uh, a, a Yankees-Dodgers game, you know, on Wednesday night baseball on ESPN, that that isn't going to pull yeah, millions uh, upon Astros millions of eyes. Anybody, yeah, yeah. So you got these, these big big name um, games. Teams. These you know yeah. teams with these all star players. Anytime Mike Trout's on TV, everybody watches them. Mm-hmm. So I think this is more of a strategic move on WWE. WWE kind of getting ahead of it, getting ahead of that in what before. So. AEW can think, oh, they won the wars, <clears throat> they're moving away, so we get all the eyes on Wednesdays. But it's, <clears throat> I mean, you got to remember the demographic for baseball and the demographic for wrestling are two different demographics. Exactly. But at the at the end of the day, you're still going to get people who get pulled by a game, and those games start pretty much at the same time as these wrestling programs do. You know, they're eight o'clock baseball games. Yeah. So, I. I don't know if it's necessarily WWE giving up on the ratings or the war or whatever because both shows had upticks last week in viewership. I think yep. NXT went over 740,000 th- 740, and I think uh, AEW was over 780 or 880 or something like that. I know yeah. they were both big shows and AEW's always just kind of had that slight lead. Yeah, and I mean AEW is also building for this Sunday coming revolution. Yep. Um, and yeah. obviously, <clears throat> NXT is not really building for anything right now um, because no, as the storylines are kind of, of showing. rolling just towards that Mania weekend show, which mm-hmm. is still six to seven weeks out. Yep. So yeah, exactly. Still, and still and time. even if there and even if there's going to be a Mania weekend show, who says that NXT doesn't get rolled into Mania? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, because considering that would have to happen Friday, but Friday SmackDown because Saturday and Sunday is Mania. Our Mania, exactly. So, so don't be surprised if you don't get an NXT that rolls into Mania. I wouldn't be surprised if we get an NXT title match at Mania. Yeah, we're gonna get Cross versus um, Balor at Mania. Yeah, because we're last year we had the women's title at Mania. Yep. Yeah, we did. So, so I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna get the men's title this year at Mania. I think because, so we're going to be getting into NXT, but news broke that uh, Wes Lee has a broken hand, so he's out of uh, commission for a little bit, Mm -hmm. a broken hand or broken arm or something like that, so he'll be out for a couple of weeks, but once that's healed, they're owed a title match because they never got that title match. 
Yeah, because grizzled young veterans jumped them backstage. So yeah, so so they're out, but they're still number one contenders. So I wouldn't be all too shocked if we see that the week before Mania as yeah, their big be, show. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that Wednesday before Mania, because that's what they did last get, year. You're gonna get a couple of title matches. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're gonna get a couple of like takeover level matches. Is we'll, what you're gonna get. We'll we'll probably get EO versus Raquel. Um, or no, we might get Raquel and Dakota f- for the tag titles then. No, no, they're next week. That's they're next week? Tomorrow. They're tomorrow, actually. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And then um, next week, we have Tony versus Io. Mm-hmm. So, depending on the outcome of those two matches, that could set up your match going into that Mania NXT. Yep, exactly. Um, but as we've gone on a tangent, as we always do... Let's actually get into a breakdown of NXT well, from this. No, preview. there's still some more news. Well, we'll get to that when we get to AEW. Well, I was talking about um, the new contract signed by Chelsea Green. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Chelsea yeah. Green did sign a new contract. Um, she has been out, um, injured, correct? Injured, yeah. Same injury she suffered in NXT. Is the same injury she sh- suffered as soon as she appeared on the main roster. So yeah. So um, quick healing for her. Hopefully she can get back up. They have big plans for her. She fits the mold of w- what they're looking for in a in a woman's wrestler. Yeah. She's got that Charlotte appeal. Yeah, yeah for certain. She um, has she, it. she had this. She had this really weird gimmick when she was before she was uh, when she was on Impact, where yep. she was this psychotic. Um, like girlfriend kind of character, yeah. Um, but I think if they they kind of go away from that and go towards like a legitimate competitor, mm-hmm. um, she she is a force to be reckoned with in that division. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Now moving on to NXT, NXT because the last the last bit of news we have we'll actually talk about when we get to AEW. Um, NXT started off with a non-title match between Dexter Loomis and John Gargano. The big outcome of this match is that there's some something going on between Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell and um Austin Theory yeah because, because Austin Theory didn't hit him with the chair yeah because ever since Theory came back from his vacation um he's been kind of not the Austin Theory of old um but as well as that, um, Indy Hartwell had literally couldn't take her eyes off of uh, Loomis. No, she couldn't. She was frozen. Which I think is going to be an interesting development going forward. Um, is that going to play into Gargano's losing of the NXT North American title to Loomis? That's a possibility. I, be- I believe Loomis is going to be the next one to hold that belt. I mean, that's, it's tough because that belt, you've seen so many different people kind of show up to kind of fall into that title picture, and then nothing's really come out of it, unfortunately. I mean, um, the the only two, okay, so when I think of the NXT North American title, two, maybe three names come to mind. John Gargano, Roderick Strong, and then Velveteen Dream. Adam Cole, yes, was the first one, but he dropped that belt belt very quickly and to immediately go after the NXT title. Okay. So, yes, he's synonymous as being the first, 
But when I think of North American title, it's John Gargano and Roderick Strong, and then uh, Dream is there too. Okay. Where do you put Ricochet? Ricochet, honestly, he held that belt for a little bit, but I barely remember his title reign. Okay. No, it, I respect that because it's the because same thing. It just kind of like was a there, blip. Yeah, exactly. It's a blip um, because it, he took the belt off of Cole, but then immediately Cole skyrocketed to the top of the picture and almost immediately won that title. Yeah. So when when I think NXT championship top title, I think Finn Balor, I think Adam Cole, I think Shinsuke Nakamura. Those are my top three. Not even Tommaso Ciampa? Under those three. It's like 1A, 1B, 1C, and he's at number two. Yes, he held okay. that belt. But I think Adam Cole, because he held that belt forever. I have Finn Balor, because he held that belt forever. And Shinsuke, if I'm not mistaken, was the first ever two-time. I believe so, yeah. So that's where I kind of get those three as my top. Like, when I first think of the belts. Okay. You, okay. Know, where, you know where I put Tommaso in? When I think NXT tag champs. I think oh, DIY. See, I don't. I don't think DIY at all. Nah, but anyway, I just the the North American title picture is to me right now a little muddled, and it is. it's not saying anything bad about like any of the performers, but like you'd expect to see someone like Bronson Reed in that picture. He's not there right yeah. now. Yeah, Bronson um, Reed, Cameron Grimes. Yeah, like these um, guys who you thought would have a little bit more in that hell, picture. And at this point, with how they're building this this new new trio, put Boa in that conversation. Yeah, I just it, it we kind of just keep we keep going back to the well with Johnny Gargano with that belt, and I don't mind it. Johnny Gargano is my favorite wrestler on the NXT brand right now. Just his character work, his you know face to heel turn that he did, um, his campiness. You know, yeah. I love wheels. I hate wheels. Um, everything about him, like I, I really just, I, I, I like him overall, and he's. You're gonna get a four star match every time he's in the ring. Yeah, he's You're gonna the get... heel. He's the heel you love to hate. Yeah, or the face you love to hate. Yeah, because that's just who he is. But right now, that just the title just seems muddled, and I think part of that happened with them putting the belt on um, Damian Bro. Priest to then take the belt off of him pretty quickly to move him up to you know Raw. It it, it was just a little muddled. It's just my feeling about it. But that's not saying that I wouldn't be interested in seeing a, a Loomis-Gargano match. I just don't see Loomis with the belt. Yeah, I mean, since Gargano won this belt the second time, um, it's been very much so hot potatoed. Um, specifically, the hot potatoing between Priest, Ruff, and Gargano. Yeah. And now that they're kind of out of these things, Priest is obviously on Raw. Ruff is now in this thing with Swerve. Um, it's... It's an obvious kind of, it's an almost reinvigorating, like, put new people in this. Yeah, yeah. Get and Gargano that's what I want to see. I want to see Bronson Reed in there. I want to see Dexter Loomis in there. I want to see Cameron like, Grimes in there. Boa. I feel like what's going to happen. Even, even, um, well, I mean, we're going to talk about him in a little bit, but uh, Santos Escobar. Yeah. Get him out of the, the 205 Live division. You know, you're already kind of, Prepping him for that with this whole carrying cross thing. Yeah. Get the yeah, belt off of him. They're getting ready to put him against some heavyweights. Exactly. 
get him in that North American title picture. I think he would be great in that picture. Yeah, I could see him him <clears throat> entering into that picture once we eventually get some inter-traveling and we finally get this blow-off, like who is the Cruiserweight champ? Is yes. it Jordan Devlin? Is it Santos Escobar? When Jordan mm-hmm. Devlin wins that match, that's yeah. when Escobar zoop over to the mid-card instead of the upper 205 live Cruiserweight card. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that card. No. That card's awesome. It's oh, just it's that great. It's, it, it, it doesn't seem to be his character trajectory right now. And as well as Legado del Fantasma doing this whole tag team thing, they'd be great in the tag division, whichever oh, tag division yeah. they put them in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, this is this is another... We've, we've continued to say the tag division is always the same, and it has been recently. It's always the same people in the same situations. Well, NXT's shaking that up. Especially, that's again, where I'm saying what happened this week. Yeah, when we get all these NXT new tag teams to like come to fruition and come to prominence, and we get those other ones moving up, it's gonna, it's gonna, re- again, I say this word a lot, reinvigorate the tag team division. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I mean, we're jumping a little ahead here on NXT, but you had the attack of um, MSK backstage mm-hmm. by GYV, and now, you know, MSK is uh, out of action due to a legitimate injury. Had nothing to do with what happened yeah, Lee, with that backstage attack. Lee injured his hand at some, some Hand, juncture. wrist, forearm, <clears throat> something like that. But the thing is, um, it's just one of those deals where you're looking at uh, now you're able to move the tag division around a little bit. You've got mm-hmm. um, Killian Dane and... Um, why do I always forget his name? Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. Thank you. Rockstar Spud. Yeah. Um, you got them. You got Legado del Fantasma. You got Gyv. You have, uh, you know, when they get. I mean, I think it's over with Undisputed Era, but you may still get Redragon. Um, yeah, we might get a Redragon uh thing unless they they're cementing that. Okay. Kyle O'Reilly is now top card guy. Yeah. yeah. But there's still I mean, plenty of- I mean, it's not Redragon, but we could get um, Fish and Strong. Yeah, we could. They could continue could tagging. Them. Yeah, they could. I mean, whenever Bobby Fish gets back. Yeah. But the tag division's very well off right now with the way that the division is set up. And we mm-hmm. haven't even talked about the champions, the Brit Amex, the Brit Ambrollas. Uh-huh. So there's still them too. It, there's a lot going on in this tag division, and then there's still teams that they kind of threw together that we don't know what's going on with them. Yeah, I mean, and then and if you even want to throw in um, NXT UK division, we have new tag champs over there. Pretty yes, reckless. we do. The pretty reckless won the tag titles off of Gallus. Yeah, which is huge. That was a which huge could mean, match. Do we see Gallus in yeah, NXT because we have, soon? We have Imperium in NXT right now. The yeah. only Imperium member who's overseas in NXT Europe is. Volter. Volter. That's it. Everybody yeah, else is over once, here. And once we have traveling again, Volter will be back on Man NXT as well. Yeah, he'll he'll bounce back and forth. Yeah. It makes sense. Because we've had NXT UK championship matches on main ro- on uh main NXT before. Yep. Yes we have. Alright, so now that we got way off track, but we're gonna continue getting back on track. Um we had, as I mentioned, Swerve attacked uh Leon Ruff again. Leon Ruff. Yep. Um, that's basically <clears throat> cementing Swerve is now a heel. Um, oh yeah. 
Swerve does heal things. Um, in two weeks, as I mentioned, we're getting a uh, Tony Storm versus Io Shirai uh, NXT title, women's title yeah, match. Yeah, Io had a very impressive win against, um, not a debuting, I think it's her second match on NXT. Priscilla um, Kelly? Yeah, it was her second match, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, obviously yeah, she they was, see something. She was in the uh, Dusty Cup. Yeah, so they see something with her because she went, what, it's, 10 minutes? Yeah, it's, with hell, it's, it's warranted. Priscilla Kelly, yeah. um, I'm not exactly certain her WWE name, but Priscilla Kelly is incredible. Yeah, so that was a good match, and then obviously Tony Storm comes out. and Yeah, and know. speaking of another injury, um, legitimate injury um, due to some some form or another, I'm not going to blame it on the other competitor, but Zia Lee absolutely demolished K- uh, Casey Cantanzaro. Yeah. Uh, continuing to build this uh, Zia Lee character. Yes. As an unstoppable force. Mark my words, Zia Lee will have a NXT championship match before the end of 2021. She should, if they're going to continue to build her as this dangerous person. But, I mean, I want to see Boa in the ring eventually. I want to oh, see what I'd he lo- can do. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like Boa as this kind of, like, quiet... Enforcer outside se- the ring. Enforcer card. But I want to see him back in the ring. He was so much fun to watch. Um, and and yeah, now, that he he, ha- now that he's going to have this mean streak, it's going to be even so much more fun to watch him. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. Yeah. And as we said, uh, Grizzly Young Veterans had a match against Maverick and Dane. Um, and Grizzly Young Veterans came out of this match. Um, and then we had a backstage segment where uh, Dane was carrying Drake Maverick to the back and ran across his old partner, Alexander Wolf. And Wolf basically told him out, the last time I saw you, you were a monster. You were unstoppable. And that's calling back to them in their sanity days. No, that's not the last time you saw him. No? No, no. Remember when Imperium was doing their whole invasion thing and Killian Dane was just wrecking fools as uh, you had, if I remember correctly, um... Everything else happened in NXT at the same time. It was like a muddled thing, but Killian Dane was over there and he was just wrecking fools. He was doing okay. all his um his Veda bombs and stuff like that. Okay. I think that's what he's talking about. Because if he he's not talking about sanity, because unfortunately, um, you know, we all know what happened to them. Yeah. <laughs> they they got called up the, and lost in the shuffle. Oh, God. Eric Young is now an impact. Um, champion. Well, he was a champion not too long he ago. He was champion, and then he lost it to Rishwan. Yep. Um, you have Mickey Cross. Or he lost just, it to Moose. I, Impact yeah. has two top champions, and it throws me off, because I don't know who loses what to who. Um, but anyway. Then you had um, Nikki Cross's... Who's now lost in the shuffle. Lost in the shuffle. Uh, Wolf, who is there. There, with Imperium. Yeah. And, and then, Dane. obviously, Killing Dane. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Moving on, we already mentioned this again. Killing, uh, carrying Cross uh, against Santos Escobar, an obviously <laughs> non-title match. Um, but Cross beat the shit out of um, Santos Escobar. Well, it was funny because it, it it wasn't like he beat up Santos Escobar the whole time because Legado used the numbers. Yeah, and they were just beating him up and beating him up, and it's so cool. Karrion Cross's intro, right? His entrance to the ring with Scarlet and the colors and her singing and stuff like that. And the fact that he went right after them outside 
yeah. versus going to the ring and like he basically was telling them your time is up i'm coming there's no entrance TikTok. there's nothing that's going to save you and he threw them guys through the that plexiglass barrier mhm and then proceeded to just like you said destroy santos escobar yeah and i just think Cross is going to go through champion after champion, not wanting the belts until he gets to Finn. So there's so going that... to be hell to pay for whoever is the tag team champions, for whoever is the North American champion, until he gets to Finn, <coughs> or whoever is the champion at the time when he's going to take the belt off of that person. Yeah. Which... Because he, the, I know Finn doesn't necessarily want to bring back the demon character i don't know he, he wants to stay the prince it, correct it doesn't fit what he's doing now as the prince yeah but i think he is going to have to unlock something for this match so yeah so i think there might be a situation where finn if this becomes the match where it's finn Dane, uh finn versus cross uh, Cross is going to absolutely demolish Finn the week prior to the match, and Finn's gonna have to. Finn's gonna realize, okay, if I have any desire to beat this guy, I need to dig deep, and then we get a surprise return, not a planned return of the demon, but a surprise return from the demon no. character. Now he has, he's only lost once as the demon, right? He has never lost as the demon. N- no, I thought he lost once as the demon. I thought he lost to no. Joe. No. No. Okay. The the demon, if I'm not mistaken, the demon character is undefeated. Okay. Let me All confirm. Right. Well, no, we'll leave that to the we'll leave that to the listeners. JJ does a good job of checking out facts. He always he always calls me out if we mess something up. So JJ. Or Brian, or Matt, find out if the demon has lost the match. Yeah, the Finn Balor demon has has Finn Balor the demon ever lost? Yep, and hit match. us up on our socials in, in NXT in NXT WWE. or WWE. Yes, not right. in Japan because I'm almost certain he has taken a loss in Japan or another promotion as the, as demon. the demon, but it was okay. as a different. It wasn't the demon. Yes. It was Finn Balor with face paint. Yeah. In Japan. So yeah, we're tasking all you doinks out there. Find us the answer. All right. And then the finale of NXT. <sighs> it's the end was, of an era. It was. It was an end of the undisputed era. Yep. As Adam Cole turns his back on Roderick Strong. Yep. I'm sad to see it go. It's, but I saw it coming. It's the whole, uh, it's the whole degeneration X breakup scenario again. Mm-hmm. One guy's got to come out of the top. One guy, and it's Cole. You know what I mean, and it's Cole. And the thing is, is when DX broke up, right? You had the DX that broke up at the end <clears throat> was Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Badass Billy Gunn, Road Dog Jesse James, and then X Pac. 
Okay, those are your four guys. Yeah, Michaels was already out. Michaels was already out. Triple H took over because Michaels had the back injury and retired. So when that initially ended up happening and breaking up, X-Pac went with Kane, made a tag team. Okay. Mm-hmm. They eventually broke up Road Dog and Billy Gunn. And the idea was for two guys to go to the top from DX. Obviously, Triple H, because he was already at the top of the card at that point, and mm. Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn won the King of the Ring. And then The Rock destroyed him on a promo. And everybody who's a wrestling fan knows what promo I'm talking about. It's the one with Billy Gunn praise to God. It's hilarious. You have to go out mm-hmm. and listen to it. I have a funny feeling they're going to move two guys and they're going to let these two guys battle it out at the top of the card for a little while. And that's both Kyle O'Reilly. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. And Adam Cole. Yes. 100%. Yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing against Roderick Strong and Bob Fish. No. Nothing against them. Absolutely not. They would, listen, they could make a killer tag team. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I think that might be the, the direction they're going with it. Yeah. My only issue is Fish's health concerns. Yeah. Fish he is, is very consistently injured. injured consistently. Yeah. So, and he's a phenomenal talent, phenomenal wrestler. I love watching him. He reminds me so much of that old school, you know, four horsemen wrestling style. Mm-hmm. But he just he's he's always off injured. He's got something like a, a a nagging thing where he just gets hit with the bug. It happens. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I I can definitely see, you know, them pushing two of those guys to the moon. And the way this whole ending segment kind of worked out with uh, <clears throat> Adam Cole, like Finn Balor coming out and attacking him, saying, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not waiting for an answer. I'm, uh, and he goes right into the ring. And then Roderick Strong goes out and tries to protect Adam Cole just for Adam Cole to turn his back on him. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Yeah. Um, now, <clears throat> moving on to AEW, I will be perfectly honest, I did not catch AEW this past week. Um, but I, I do know... highlights, that's it. Yeah, I do know the the one big note coming out of it, aside from the news that was announced the Tuesday prior, <clears throat> Paul White has signed with All Elite Wrestling. That has excommunicated Big Show from ever being in the WWE Hall of Fame. I don't know about that. You don't think? You think even though Paul White has signed and said, I'm going to wrestle and work as a commentator for All Elite Wrestling, that he will still get into the WWE Hall of Fame? It's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Dustin Rhodes will ever be. It's going to take time. <clears throat> Does it take them leaving AEW to come back to WWE for it to happen? It takes Vince McMahon dying. That I agree. Okay, that's that. That's it. So long as McMahon is alive. As long as McMahon is alive, he's going to hold a grudge. Because even Kenny Omega and John Moxley have come out and said, someone like Triple H were running WWE, you could see interpromotional stuff between the, three, the two brands. Yeah. They've come out and said it in interviews. Yeah. So it it's just McMahon being who McMahon is, which is he he scooped up all the territories back in the day. That's what he did, okay? He took and now, his dad's 
little promotion in the Northeast based out of New York City and Connecticut. And he scooped up every promotion. He scooped up Stampede Wrestling, and that's how he got Bret Hart and the Hart family. He scooped up uh, all the Cornette promotions down south. He scooped up everything out west. It's just what he did. And then obviously WCW came about because of the NWA relationship because that was one promotion he didn't really scoop up. And then he ended up scooping up WCW anyway. McMahon mm-hmm. thinks he's going to be able to scoop up AEW eventually. No. Time will tell. It's too big. I mean, Tony Khan was just named promoter of the year. I just think personally that's just PW Insider having it out say, for WWE. Did you notice PWI is very AEW AEW friendly? Everybody hating <laughs> on the Fiend, hating on <clears throat> anything Fiend did. Everything or I'm sorry, everybody out there is like anti WWE. Guess what? Aside from us. <laughs> no, no. There's people out there who are WWE fans and call it down the middle. You know what I mean? But there are people out there who just are anti-WWE. Guess what? It's the only thing you've been watching for the last 20-something years. Okay? So you're obviously a wrestling fan, and obviously you enjoy the WWE product because you wouldn't be here right now talking about AEW if you weren't watching for the last 20 years. Yeah. I mean... okay. It, That's just the way I call it. And AEW is a great product. I, you know what I mean? I don't get a chance to catch it every week, so I catch highlights and stuff like that. Um, but it's, you know what I mean? I, I keep saying the same thing about AEW. They keep going back to WWE tropes. They keep going back to the old WWE well. They grabbed Jim Ross. They grabbed Arn Anderson. They grabbed Chris Jericho as Jericho Tony was Schiavone. helping start. Tony Schiavone. Sting, Paul White, Taz. You want me to just continue? Every time they've had a big signing or a big splash, it's an ex-WWE person. Whether it was Matt Hardy, John Moxley. Both the Rhodes. Exactly. It's it's always been a big splash with a ex-WWE talent that helped build their name and build their brand under the WWE umbrella. Like. Look at Evan Bourne, aka Matt Seidel. Mm-hmm. Right? It wasn't. It wouldn't. If that was just Matt Seidel showing up to an event for AEW, nobody would have thought two things about it, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but because it used to be Evan Bourne and he spent some time in WWE, it's a big deal. Yeah. Evan Bourne may have one of the coolest RKOs ever taken yes. in the history of the RKO. Okay. He did that underneath the WWE umbrella. And I'm not taking anything away from guys who did things on the indie scene. I'm, that's not what I'm doing. No. Okay. People people had to get into this game somehow, some way. You know, we wouldn't have Seth Rollins if we didn't have, um, what was he on the? Tyler I know it was Black. Black. Tyler Black. So there would be no Seth Rollins without Tyler Black. And there'd be no Tyler Black without CM Punk. And there'd be no CM Punk without the Chick Magnets. So I understand that the indie scene has its place. But people also have to understand that AEW has its place because of WWE. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. there wouldn't be if, a need if, for another promotion if WWE wasn't as prominent as it was. If if you look at the AEW roster, 50% more. Okay. 70% is WWE or former Bullet Club. 
don't even say WWE or former Bullet Club. Just say former WWE is 70%. Just look down the roster. Yeah. I mean, and that's and the same thing goes with Impact. The only reason why Impact's now all of a sudden getting a big push is because they've tied in with AEW. But look at the stars they're pushing in Impact. They're pushing the Good Brothers who had mm-hmm. a run in WWE. Yes, they had a run in Japan as well, and they had a run in the Bullet Club. I understand all that. Eric Young, Rich Schwann. Yes. How uh, do you get your name out there? You get to the biggest biggest player in the, the game. WWE. You just get on TV a couple of times, and it, the, and it happens for you. The World Wrestling Entertainment. Yes. So, the, again, the biggest AEW's put out some great, great stuff these last few weeks. I mean, we really haven't done a good job covering them, and we're going to do better with it. But, like, everything going on with Moxley and Kenta right now is amazing. Okay? Yeah. That's Moxley amazing. actually retained his U.S. title against yes, Kenta. I know. Huge dude. That's amazing. I thought it was a shoe in for Kenta to re- to win that belt. Yep, the but I guess Moxley winning this belt, it's going to continue this relationship. It's not taking the belt off of Moxley so they can do what they're going to back in Japan. Yeah, because all that does now is it continues to open the floodgates for getting, you know, different upper echelon stars into AEW from yeah. New Japan. Whether it's mm-hmm. the Bullet Club, whether it's Ibushi. You know what I mean? There's so many different things that they can do. So many different things they can do. Yeah. But that's all because you built a proper a proper relationship. And that's the types of things that Yeah. I we're talking about the Hall of Fame for someone like Paul White, for someone like Taz, for someone like uh Dustin Rhodes, aka Gold Dust, someone like Chris Jericho. <coughs> These guys are only gonna get in the WWE Hall of Fame if A McMahon finally realizes their contribution because it's you have to remember it's it's the wrestling you know the World Wrestling Federation or World Wrestling Entertainment Hall of Fame. There's a lot of stuff that these guys did while under that umbrella that's very important. So either two things are going to happen: a McMahon's going to swallow his pride and let these guys in, or b McMahon's going to die and then the subsequent next regime is going to let them in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, simple as that. Um. And next, the uh, the next note I had from AEW this week, um, which actually the only note, um, is that we're having a exploding barbed wire death match at Revolution this weekend. Hey, you. The thing the thing is is AEW understands that there is a fan base that appreciated the carnage of the Attitude Era, and and, and still there's, appreciates there's, the carnage. Yeah, there's numerous promotions out there that solely base themselves around deathmatch wrestling. Yeah. The, the most prominent one that I know of is CZW, Combat Zone Wrestling. Yep. And then there's all these other smaller promotions that are doing deathmatch wrestling. I've, I've actually experienced, I have watched firsthand a Matt Tremont deathmatch. I don't know if you've ever heard of Matt Tremont. I've heard of him, yeah. I have experienced firsthand a Matt Tremont deathmatch at Beyond Wrestling, uh, Seven Years of Bad Luck. I had to look. I have a poster over there of the actual mm-hmm. show I went to. Holy shit. This is going to be the first time that on a major two promotion, there's going to be a deathmatch in I don't know how many years. Yeah, it's been forever. Um, it's because been forever. That, Because it's not something that they show on American TV. No. It's but AEW, AEW is taking that step into almost an attitude era 
esque match. Yeah, an ECW esque match is what they're doing. Yeah, <clears throat> and I don't Moving mind on. it. I I, I yeah. don't mind it. I, I no, Moxley is the perfect I. person totally to be cool in that type of match. You know what I mean? He's he's got experience. Wasn't he Moxley in ECW? Made- Moxley made his name in CZW. CZW, that's right. He was in an extreme, uh, an extreme wrestling promotion before he ever got his pause into WWE. Yeah, that's where he made his name. That's where he was before FCW. Yeah. So, moving on to Friday Night SmackDown. Oh man, another um, great week for God. SmackDown, Smackdown was great. SmackDown um, is consistent. Show opened as always with uh, <clears throat> promotion Roman Reigns, which I'm fine with. But this is building towards a match at Fastlane between Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, a legitimate match, a match where Daniel Bryan is at a hundred percent. He he won't come into that match a hundred percent. He's gonna get laid out. He's not gonna get laid out, but it's just gonna be one of those things. The Friday before, you know. The bloodline is going to absolutely demolish him and stuff like that. He's going to go into that match with bandages around his waist and stuff. It'd just be the perfect way to play up that match. Do you know what I'm saying? Just like the way yeah. they played it up this week. You know what I mean? Brian is confronting Roman Reigns, and what happens? Jay blindsides him. Yeah. It's yeah. I just feel like that's how they're going to set up the match, and I don't mind it. I I I like I I like Daniel Bryan as the underdog, and I like Roman Reigns as the big dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simple as that. Um, moving on, we had a tag match between the Alpha Academy and the Mysterios, which now we're seeing a heel Otis Dozovich? More aggressive heelish Otis Dozovich, yeah. <clears throat> Even um, though they were trying to turn Tucker heel earlier or last year. Yeah, I mean I'm cool with it. Um it's more of a Chad Gable getting in his head saying, hey, you got to stop being this goofy guy. You're not going to get anywhere like that. You got to be more aggressive. That's why you never won the tag belts, blah, blah, blah. You got to be more aggressive, more out there. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of heels, we had another almost heel debut. Um, a new attitude and new storyline, almost. Um, Apollo Cruz. Oh, he's definitely a heel. He's um embracing his Nigerian roots. Um his gear is incredible. <clears throat> yes, yes it is. He's definitely um taken the advice of one Roman Reigns mm-hmm. in embracing his family's bloodline. Yeah. And he's going That's to That's exactly push where it's coming from. His, yep, he's going to push his family's bloodline and he's going to get the Intercontinental Championship back and he proceeded to do that by destroying Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely destroyed him. Yeah. Um, we got an announcement as to what the women's SmackDown women's match will be at WrestleMania. It is going yep. to be Bianca Belair against Sasha Banks. Does Carmella find her way into that match? No way. They're going to keep it one-on-one. Not only does she not find her way in that match, that match headlines night one. You think? You think that's going to headline over the WWE title? Yes. WWE title is night two. You think? You think it opens night two? Roman Reigns has just been opening the shows lately. I think he opens opens night two. No, that's the main event of night two. What is? 
Roman Reigns versus oh, Edge. That's right. Edge's Edge. Yeah. So he's the main event. So I think the Universal Championship. Bob is, Lashley versus Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Wait, that's a that's a WWE Championship. I'm sorry. Universal title yeah. is going to be yes. the headliner in night two. I think SmackDown yeah. is going to have both headliners. To be honest with you, I'd be I think fine the with wim- I think the women's title should headline Sasha night Banks. One. Sasha Banks and Bianca Blair are headline main event superstars. Well, you have to remember one thing that broke. You know that upset Sasha was that the night that her and Bailey lost their tag team championships was the same night that two of the four horsewomen headlined WrestleMania. Yeah, Banks is outright and, uh, said that that upset her that she was not the first woman to headline WrestleMania. Yeah, because it was it was Charlotte, Becky, Rousey, and Ronda. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I could see them too, definitely being in the main event. Um, moving on, uh, we had a Street Profits versus Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin match. Um, mm-hmm. Odd tag team, um, Corbin and Zayn. Is this this isn't going to last long? Is it? No, 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 no. Um, Corbin's going to end up just getting sick of Zayn's shit, and he's going to, you know, beat the crap Lead out of Sami Zayn while yeah. he's doing his little. Documentary, documentary stuff. stuff. I I hope that when the WWE Network goes to Peacock, that this documentary is actually like put together. Are you kidding me? Sami Zayn's releasing part of it on his Instagram and Twitter all the every day. Really? Yeah, he releases parts of it all the time. I have to go watch it. Oh, it's funny. Like th- there was the camera angles. Of, you know how like SmackDown was shooting from one angle as the cameraman were kind of circling around. Uh, um, it was showing from the other angles. They were showing from the cameraman who was circling around Baron Corbin. It was great. That's funny. So That's yeah, really funny. I, I I see WWE definitely doing something with this. It's it's a it's a great thing for Sami Zayn to be doing. It is. It's a great gimmick for Sami Zayn. Um, I forget he did. Did he resign? I think he did. Okay. I if think he, this no, basically no, no, no. Cement- he didn't resign. Cesaro resigned. Yeah. And but Cesaro think, had a huge night Friday. Yeah. Yeah, because he is now on a feud with the returning Messiah. Um, yep. And that's Cesaro swung Rollins. Forever. <clears throat> yeah. And I love it that he stopped every now and again, let Rollins get like two, three words in, and then kept going. Yep. Yep. And remember um, last time Rollins went to a WrestleMania, which was last year, you know, he helped get somebody vaulted right back up the card. Kevin Owens. That's right. I I, I you see. You do the same with Cesaro. Exactly. Exactly. And then your main event of the night, uh, we had Daniel Bryan versus Jay Uso. Um, match ended in a double countout because the stim was if Bryan can win, he gets Reigns at Fastlane. Double countout, and then Reigns attacks Bryan. No help. I don't from think edge. it's an. I don't what that's. That's the big thing. So earlier in the night, you had Edge in the back talking to Adam Pierce and being like, hey, what happened to this tag team match that was supposed to happen at Fastlane? Me and Brian versus Uso and Reigns. And Pierce is like, listen, I can change the matches whenever I want. This card's subject to change. Mm-hmm. And then before Brian's match, he was just talking about, you know, Edge and stuff like that and how you know he just doesn't need to be 
in the way and stuff like that. I think it's basically where they're trying to hint. Mm-hmm. So as Brian's being attacked, you'd figure Edge, the good guy, would come would out, come out for the save and help, and he didn't. I think I think we're gonna get a, a an almost heelish Edge against. We're gonna Roman get the Reigns. rated R superstar. Yes, we're not gonna get the one that you tore apart John Cena's father and his house and stuff like that. But we're we're not getting this uber good get, guy are we Edge get that the, everybody thinks the, the live sex show Edge. No, we're not getting that. No, <laughs> no, we're not getting that heel of an edge. No, not um, at all. We're getting anyway, the ultimate opportunist. Yes, definitely. Yeah, because that's 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 who he is. Now we're gonna move on to Raw from this past week, and boy, oh boy, oh boy, we have a new WWE champion. The era of the Almighty has begun. Yeah, sixteen years later. Yeah, 16 years later, probably 14 years late. It's begun. Yeah, and it's going to be a lengthy reign. <sighs> Man. I have a feeling that he could I, hold the belt through Survivor Series. He could. He he legitimately could. And we could get Roman Reigns versus Bob Lashley at Survivor Series this year. Holy shit. Now, as short as the Miz's title reign just was, and I'd love to see the Miz go on a lengthy title reign. I really would. I, I think he deserves. I it. like the Miz. We would. We were talking about this last week. The Miz is. The Miz has done a lot. He's a Hall of Famer. As soon yeah. as his name popped into, you mentioned his name last week. I said he was a Hall of Famer. Yeah. The thing is. A lot of people can learn a lot from The Miz. And I'll be honest with you, I think there's one guy we talked about earlier who has learned a lot from The Miz, and that's Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. See, The Miz is a shit heel. He ran away with his belt, got counted out the first time that they had to change the match stitu- stipulation to a lumberjack match. Yeah, and he got explosive diarrhea to get out of the, f- the match first time. Yep. So the fact that we're witnessing a semi version of that with Johnny Gargano in yeah, NXT. He, he doesn't he's scared. So John Gargano is scared of Loomis trying to get out of every match where in this case it was the Miz was scared of Bob Lashley trying to get out mm-hmm. of every match but eventually exactly. got tracked down. Correct. And got put in a lumberjack match <coughs> and you know. And it proves that nobody likes the Miz. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. nobody. Except for John Morrison nobody gave a shit. Yeah, because Hurt Business threw him back in, Retribution, T-Bar and Mace caught him and just chucked him back in the ring. Yep. Um, but yeah, that happened. Um, I think, Hurt Lock, I think one, two, three. Yep, I think I think that's a, a perfect um, perfect segue um, to getting to the Mania match that I'm, I'm hoping for. I've put it out there. I, I want to see Lesnar and Lashley. And if McIntyre is part of that mix, McIntyre is part of that mix. But I want to see Lesnar Lashley. That's yeah, what I want to see. I mean, if if he's not part of that mix, it's because he's in a grudge match, some kind of extreme rules, kind of some sort of stimulation, stipulation um, with Sheamus. Yeah, I, I think the whole Sheamus thing is going to keep rearing its head. I mean, they had a great match this week. A great match this week. Oh yeah, that's that's it, the first thing I have on on notes super, here. Super, super, super stiff. These guys know how to work. Twenty five minutes. 
yeah, these guys know how to work stiff. Now, here's my issue with the way Raw started. You could have just done this match. Yeah, you could have opened cold on this match. You could open up hot with this match. Okay? You didn't need the Miz cutting a promo. You didn't need McIntyre cutting a promo. Exactly. You could have opened up hot with this match, had these two just brawling, maybe had the Miz come down and do some commentary. You know, that's how Mm -hmm. you can weasel in promos and stuff like that. Have people on commentary. People on commentary is so much fun because they actually like get to have a little bit of banter back and forth with um, the commentators, which isn't all too often we get to hear commentary banter with anybody else unless they're on commentary. Yeah. Specifically heels. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a great match. Um, We're continuing to get a build for Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman. Um, yeah, that was that was Braun really and Pierce weird. were in a tag match with against the Hurt Business, the Hurt Business in a Raw title match. Yeah, <clears throat> like I get it. Strowman wanted a title match. Shane gave him a title match, but like it's a tag title match. It's not going to make him happy. Yeah, and and because just, Adam it, Pierce it, isn't an eight-year-old kid, he can't win the tag titles. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. I mean. Pierce got rolled up like an eight-year-old kid would, but you know, it's Adam Pierce. He's he's in his business formal. He's not a wrestler in that sense. He's a wrestler, but not in that sense. Yep. He's a WWE official. Anyway, we're getting that match at Mania. Um, yeah, we get. Yeah, yep. Last man standing, I think. And Strowman is going to demolish Shane McMahon. I hope so. Um, because so. otherwise, what the hell does that do for Braun Strowman? Absolutely nothing. He buries him. Yep. Um, and the last thing I wanted to mention, because we already talked about um, last winning, is Charlotte wants Asuka at Mania. I, I don't mind it. See, the whole thing's muddled because Lacey Evans is having a, a real-life pregnant. She's real, In real life, she's pregnant. Yes. So, like, the idea was to eventually push Lacey Evans into this title feud with Asuka, mm-hmm. and it's not going to happen now. So, yeah. how do you? So, you got to just throw Charlotte in it. But, like, well, there are, I thought, I thought even before she announced she was pregnant, that that was going to be the mini match is Charlotte versus Asuka. I, I, I mean, we all want that. I, I thought maybe Charlotte would do something with Rhea, and then you'd have Evans Asuka. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Evans would get over yeah, Charlotte, I mean, and then. I don't I don't see Rhea on Raw until maybe another week or two. That is such a short build to put her into a Mania match. They were building this NXT title match at Mania last year from like two weeks post Mania. That gave them a two and a half to three month build for what this mean, NXT post Rumble. Post Rumble. Post Rumble, that's what I meant, yeah. For this NXT women's title match. They would give them three to four weeks to build it be it they already have history but that's still such a short build mm-hmm. for yeah. any kind of match at mania mania matches are already building all the feuds you see going on right now are your mania they, matches the yeah, only one leading. that's still yet to build is your raw tag match mm-hmm. because smackdown tag right now uh we'll you probably have get prof- you have we have street profits, profits and dirty dogs yeah, and the Street Profits feel like they're being done dirty by 
um, Sonia Deville. Sonia Deville. Yeah. So they feel like they're being done dirty. In the next pre- few weeks, they're going to prove themselves worthy. They're going to get that match. So the builds already happen. The only thing really not building right now is the Raw tag bet, tag match because the Raw tag division is very muddled right now. It's just not there. So all the, all the matches you have building right now are are your mania stuff. All the feuds yep. currently. Unless unless we get a retribution versus hurt business, which we really didn't see a ton of, but Yeah, but the big thing is right now with retribution, I mean Mustafa Ali is not Mustafa happy with Ali against Riddle. That was awesome, by the way. First of all, the fact that Retribution went and lost and Mustafa Ali was pissed off about it once again. Yeah. And he's basically like, you know what? I'm going to show you guys how it's done. And then he showed them how it's done. Mm-hmm. He beat Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. In a non-title match. In a non-title match. He showed them that it could be done. So to, this is going to go in two directions. Either A, the followers are going to uprise against the leader and you're going to see the, the splintering of retribution. Or B, we're going to start seeing retribution again where they're getting strong because their leader is showing them this is how it's done. This is how you win matches. Yeah. Yeah. Because still in the Raw Tag Division, you do have the New Day. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, we've seen New Day versus um, her business for at least the last nine months. I know. I know. I know. Since I mean, we're not going to... Since We're not going to get the Vikings anytime soon either because obviously Eric Rowe with his newborn, he's going to take some time. Yeah, and Ivar is still getting healthy. Yeah. So, anyway, um, that wraps up our recap for the previous week in professional wrestling. Of course, if we did miss anything, obviously hit us up on our social medias at Derlaufendoink508. Derlaufendoink508. At DJ Ald or on our joint accounts um, at Double Doink Network. Um, if you guys liked what you heard and you want to share it with your friends, obviously share our stream on uh, Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. Um, of course, we're here for you guys. We're here to entertain you guys. So if you have anything you guys want to hear us talk about, um, if you want to hear any guests or whatever, any questions you want to give to us, obviously we're all ears. So hit us up. Um, I think that wraps everything else up, though. So this has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.